Hey folks, welcome to Strong for Life Live. It is the, what, 9th of May. And this week we're going to be talking about macronutrients. So, something that we we all need to have a good grasp on. If you don't yet, we'll make sure you have one by the end of this. Now, first things first, uh, group's growing, and we're having a lot of really good conversations these last couple weeks, especially around food, which is why this is the topic. Uh, I just want to point out, too, that we are encroaching on our upcoming 300-member giveaway, and stay tuned for something big in the works coming up in the next, let's say, month, Um, probably at least four weeks to get this off the ground, but we have something big coming up. Uh, Another announcement, there is going to be a live talk in Bernie, Tasmania, so at The Strength Den, uh, I will be presenting a strong, sorry, not strong for life, a eat like an adult chat where we're going to go over everything about eating like an adult. So a nutrition talk at the Strength Den in Bernie, Tasmania, and that's on May 27th, Uh, and that should be about 90-ish minutes, depending on how many questions we have. So if you're going to be in the area, uh, I did post the, or share the post into the group. So Keep that in mind if you're going to be in the Bernie area, but if you're not, if you're like, man, I wish I could be in Bernie on May 27th, uh, but for some reason you don't live in Tasmania, right? Weird thing. Then stay tuned here because I'll live stream it. So if you're part of the group and you can't make it to the live event, then stay here for the live stream, if that makes sense. Cool. So that's the big stuff coming up. Giveaway, secret thing, and then upcoming live event. Now, let's get into the poll for this week. So the poll for this week, our big conversation starter that happens at the beginning of every week, our poll was about what macronutrient do you focus on when eating, when preparing your meals, when uh, deciding what you're going to eat? 100% of answers were protein. So if you don't know what a macronutrient is, you have three main macronutrients. We got protein, we have carbohydrates, uh, and we have fats. And each one has different values. So (laughs) a lot of my clients answered that, and I got called out in the comments that that was a trap, or at least a trick question. So uh, good to see that everyone's focusing on protein, but let's delve into why we should do that. So let's break our macronutrients down first. Let's start with the, mm, not quite evil, but the definitely vilified fats. What are fats? Fats are one of our macronutrients. And and to break this down further, a macronutrient is a basic unit of food that provides energy. So we have micronutrients, which aren't really useful in producing energy or giving you the energy you need to function. They have other roles in the body. The macronutrients are basic energetic components. So fats, fats are in all foods, all of our macronutrients are in all foods. And fats are tricky because, well, they have the most calories per unit. So if we look at calories as a unit of measurement of energy, fats have nine grams, sorry, nine calories per gram, nine calories per gram, whereas carbohydrates and proteins have four calories per gram which means for the same amount of total volume of food, 
you're getting over double the amount of calories, which is why fats have to be accounted for. Uh, and they can be problematic when it comes to uh, basically weight gain. If we're trying to watch weight gain, fats are a challenge because, well, it's easy to eat a lot when you don't think you are. Uh, and this is where things like keto can be problematic because they're like, well, I'm not eating carbs, but I'm like, yeah, you're eating two sticks of butter today. That's a lot. And uh, that's when that sort of becomes an issue. Carbohydrates are essentially used for energy at four calories per gram. Uh, fats are also used for energy, but fats have some requirements in the body. So we need a certain level of fats in our diet to maintain uh, optimal sex hormone function and immunity uh, and healthy cell membranes and all these things. We need fats. We need fatty acids to to be healthy. Carbohydrates are, <clears throat> are used exclusively for energy. And as far as I'm aware, they don't really have a function other than energy. They're not used as a building block like fats and proteins are. So the, the funny thing is technically carbohydrates, dietary carbohydrates are non-essential. I mean, your body will make the glucose that your brain needs to function from other sources, fats and proteins. It's a process called gluconeogenesis. Uh, it's how people on keto uh, and low carb diets function because the brain does need glucose and all carbohydrates are broken into glucose. We can get it dietarily, or your body can make it from other sources, but it's expensive and slow and not very efficient. And carbohydrates are most important for, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Most important for performance. So if you are an athlete, basically of any sort, except really long distance runners, <clears throat> you don't actually need carbohydrate for the long distance stuff. I like people like to, uh, to carb load, but it's mostly unnecessary because you're not really using a lot of glycogen with that kind of work, but almost every other sport, carbohydrates are a great source of fuel. And the key to performance a lot of times has to do with fueling, how you fuel and carbohydrates usually can be consumed quickly and easily. They're delicious. Uh, and so we use those for optimal performance more than anything. And so a really great philosophy around carbs is earn your carbs, eat carbs according to need, get a little bit of fats, but then we focus on proteins. We'll break this down a little bit more, but proteins are the building blocks. You have to have proteins just like you have to have fats, but you need to have way more protein to exist. So your entire skeletal system, bones and everything like that are made rigid by protein collagen, uh, your hair, skin, and nails, you have protein, all your muscles, your muscular system. And people are like, it's just my muscles. Uh, if you remove your musculoskeletal system, so the, the skeletal muscle, the muscle allows you to move. If you remove that from your body, you're only going to weigh about 10% of what you weigh now. That's how big that organ system is. And so that's something to keep in mind is your whole capacity for interacting in the world, your ability to move, and interact is dependent on your muscular system. So you need to fuel it. You need to make sure it recovers well. And that's not even talking about the fact that your entire digestive system is made out of muscle, smooth muscle. All your vessels, your blood vessels, your arteries and your veins, they're made out of muscle. Your heart's muscle. You need protein 
for so much of your body because that's the structure of most of it. And so focusing on getting that to make sure you are nourished and making sure that you are getting the resources your body needs to recover every day is so important. And then if you have excess, only about something like, what is it now, 10 or 11% of the protein you intake actually goes to your skeletal muscle, the stuff that lets you move. So what you have to do is make sure there is excess, especially if you're active and especially if you are trying to gain muscle mass and especially if you're older. And this is something that a lot of people get quite wrong. That people think that the older you get, the less you have to eat, the less protein you need. And it's like, no, your digestive system is not as functional as it was in your 20s or your 30s. If you're 40, 50, 60, 70, it's getting progressively less efficient, which means you need more of the raw materials to get the same amount as you would in your 20s and 30s. So protein should go up. Now, how much should you eat? Well, kind of depends. But you definitely shouldn't ever have less than 1.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Uh, that's sort of the, the bottom end. And if you are trying to lose weight, more protein can be beneficial. If you're really, really heavy, if you're obese, uh, you can get away with the lower end of that spectrum. But most people are going to be between 1.2 uh, and 2 grams per kilo. I generally recommend 1.6 grams for everybody. It's pretty hard to go wrong there. If you're really active and you're really trying to gain muscle mass or really trying to cut weight and maintain muscle mass, I might say, you know, 2 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of body weight uh, for a number of reasons. One, when you're trying to lose weight, it's hard to not eat. Eating high-density protein foods like your your chicken breast and white fish uh, is very low-calorie, very high-protein density, and that means you feel like you're eating more than you are. You feel sated. You feel nourished uh, and you don't have to just not eat. So a lot of people on really sharp cuts will be really ramping up the amount of protein they eat because they actually get to eat it and it helps maintain their body mass and their muscle. And at the same time, they don't feel like they're starving as much, even though they technically are. So really focusing on that protein is key to building out your diet. So this means things like when you are looking at meal prep, every meal should have a decent amount of protein. When you're snacking, you should make sure you're getting a high-protein snack at least once, maybe twice a day, uh, because you need it so much for your whole system to function. Um, generally speaking, you know, if you're not weighing and measuring, you're going to have a hard time. If you haven't done a calibration period where you're taking and weighing and measuring your food so you actually know what your portion sizes are, but if you're not and you're not inclined to do that, really making sure you're getting dense protein portions that are about the size and thickness of your palm. And we consider that about one serve. So if we look at something like steak, you know, steak's a little bit fattier than chicken, depending on the cut, but that's about one serve. Uh, and you're gonna want three or four of those per day. And then that's a serve based on your proportions. So something to keep in mind with that, with getting your portions right. You know, making sure you're focusing on that because not only is it required for your function, uh, it makes you feel fuller. It makes you, it, it nourishes you in a way that makes you feel like you're actually being nourished and not just eating empty carbs, empty, empty calories. Um, so many people have a hard time stopping and controlling their hunger when they're only eating carbs and fats. 
protein helps control that. It makes you feel nourished because most people don't understand what being sated is, being full. Most people eat until bloating. There is actual distension pushing out of the stomach and you go, oh, I'm so full. It's like, well, you're stuffed. You're physically stuffed full of stuff. <laughs> but eating a large steak or chicken and veg and some root vegetable tends to leave people feeling satisfied. And that's really key to learning how to control your hunger. The first step is mastering protein consumption. And when we talk about what protein consumption is, what foods, your animal foods are going to be the most protein dense, meaning more protein in relation to calories and the most bioavailable, meaning the most easily digested and utilized. So you're really high end of the spectrum where it's really protein dense per amount of calories. It's going to be like your white fish and, and white chicken, which is kind of boring. But what makes it so protein dense is it's lean. There's not a lot of other, there's no fats in it. There's not a lot of carbohydrate that work further down the spectrum. Uh, even egg, egg is more fat than protein. And so if you want to get a good dose of protein, you know, at six to seven grams of protein per egg, you're going to need at least three of those for basically everybody. So that's something to keep in mind as we get into plant sources. Beans, lentils, legumes, pulses, uh, they're fairly high protein. They're, they're delicious. They make you feel full, but they're not complete proteins. And if you want to get, say, a 30-gram serve, you're going to need to eat like over a what's 30-gram serve. A 30-gram serve might be a couple cups of lentils. That's a, that's a lot. Not everybody's going to want to eat that. And then you get the people saying that, oh, I eat nuts for protein. And no, you don't. If you want to eat, say, a 30-gram serve of almonds, 30-gram serve of protein from almonds, that's going to be about 800 to 900 calories. For most people, that's over half the amount of calories you need in a day. And to get that much almonds as a protein source, you're more likely to shit yourself than you are to actually get the protein you need across the day. Because for an adult, say you're 75 kilos, you want 150 grams of protein, so you need what, five, eight, about 4,000 calories worth of almonds, uh, which would be like five cups of almonds, you will have gastric distress preventing you from doing that prior to actually getting enough protein. So something to keep in mind. So we really want to make sure the takeaway today is get your protein, get enough protein, make it the focus when planning and prepping your meals. And if we're going to eat like an adult and you're going out to eat and you go to the pub and you get, you know, a pub meal... Don't get the lasagna, don't get the pasta, get a parma, get a burger, something with a good dose of protein in it. Big chunk, big patty, steak, choose the high protein option. It's going to make you feel fuller and it's going to help you stay on track for your goals better than the carby, saucy, creamy stuff. And you'll, you will feel better. So that's something to keep in mind. And, you know, I tell clients all the time, a burger is not the end of the world. You know, a burger is a portion of protein, some veggies, and some bread. You put that on a plate, and it's a healthy meal. It's balanced. But what happens is people get the burger, and they get the pile of greasy fries. And this is where we come to carbs and fats. And, you know, when I do food journals with people, people are always like, oh, carbs are the problem. Oh, my God, I just have such a hard time with carbs. I have yet to see someone overconsume white rice or plain bread. Nobody does that. What they overconsume is hyperpalatable foods, which are usually a mixture of salt, sugar, carbs, fats. 
uh, because they're delicious. So like salty chips, salty fries, they are just so hard to put down because we don't really have a mechanism that says stop eating them. Uh, so it's rarely just carbs. People are not sitting there chowing down on a cup of plain white sugar or plain white rice. No one overeats like that. They overeat with the highly processed sugar fat combos. Uh, and getting the protein in first earlier in the meal, more consistently across the day, will help stave off those cravings. So that's probably enough about protein and macros for now. We'll, we'll definitely be coming back to this topic and touching on it. And if you have any questions, you know, shoot me a, a message or drop a comment below. Uh, let's talk about some group updates. So we've had a ton of great recipes, which is another reason why we're talking about nutrition. Uh, Abby's been doing... Uh, like dump bag recipes where you basically prepare a full slow cooker meal in a big freezer bag. And then when you need a meal, you pull out the bag, dump it in the slow cooker, turn it on, go to work, come home to a meal, which is a great system. Uh, and there's a bunch of recipes she's been posting in the group. So make sure you check those out. And if you don't have a slow cooker, I'm pretty sure that was my rant last week. Get a slow cooker, get a slow cooker. It's like, it's cheap. I've got a weird 15 and one. That's an air fryer. Uh, slow cooker, rice cooker, stewer, everything in between. Uh, they're great. You can get one for well under a hundred bucks and it will save you so much time and money in the kitchen. So get a slow cooker, check out some of Abby's uh, posts. And those that don't know, Abby is our team nutritionist. Um, Sierra did a post in the group this week telling everybody about her weight loss progress. And that's always really awesome to see. And it's good to see people feeling comfortable to share that stuff. Um, starting to get some more questions as well. I know uh, Beck shared some questions about potentially having a hernia and how to navigate training around that. It was great to see everyone uh, chiming in and offering support. And that's that's the whole idea. If you got questions, throw them in the group and people are going to help you. Like We've got a great knowledge base there, tons of experience from all walks of life. So if you're wondering about something of health and fitness, if one of us coaches doesn't get to it, somebody else experienced will, which reminds me. I do have a new coach coming on board soon, so keep your eyes open for a new face. Uh, what do we have for recipes? Oh, there's a really good recipe from Danielle, who put in a high-protein buffalo dip. And I am I'm a big fan of buffalo. And I mean buffalo flavoring, buffalo hot sauce, like buffalo wings. Um, although buffalo meat, water buffalo or American bison, is also delicious. Uh, but this was a recipe for buffalo hot dip so it's a cottage cheese base it's a high protein one uh really cool option it's not necessarily the most aesthetic looking thing but it's a delicious option so if you're looking for you know a dip to put out with some chips or some veg uh, when you have your next sports-based social event try that one out let us know how you go and then of course andrew is abroad again so andrew is our resident globetrotter who is uh, posting about all the gyms that he goes to around the world for work and right now he's in pakistan and we've had some good updates there everything from a hot tub in the middle of the machine weight section to marble tiled floors in the free weight section uh, which is awesome but just seems like a terrible idea so if you're interested in seeing what the gyms around pakistan look like right now check it out uh, and then let's do some client shout outs. So I want to shout out to uh, Ashley, who is actually has a month off of work to focus on getting as jacked as possible. Uh, and Ashley is one of the 
what what's the, one of the most consistently most consistently provides feedback so as a coach one of the most important things to making sure that we at the strong for life coaching team are giving you the best experience to, to do that we need to hear from you some people just like to do the workout and say okay it was fine but if i don't get feedback i don't really know how to tailor things and the whole idea with this coaching experience is it's tailored and personalized to what you want to accomplish so i know she often feels like she's uh, maybe causing trouble or being annoying but i always appreciate the feedback because then it lets me make sure we're doing a good job uh let's see here sarah sarah who is also in this group uh who's over in adelaide uh, and there's a nice little gang of ladies over there training together now and <laughs> she's she's mentioned here in the the group so i'm happy to say it but she's dealing with some osteoarthritis in her joints uh, and just her ability to undertake a challenge like this with a smile on her face and be flexible around having to adapt her training and doing things differently than she used to is a wonderful thing to see. And of course, I want to shout out to Greg, who's very active in the group. Uh, you might have seen Greg's star client interview. Uh, he also uh, posted recently about getting off of his uh, what is it, blood pressure medication which is, first of all, a fantastic health marker. It's great to see, you know, he's not been, he's only been training a handful of months uh, and he came off his blood pressure medication, which is awesome. But I actually just want to shout out uh, and recognize how buff he's getting. Um, so Greg's, I think what he said, 62. And uh, although his scale is lying to him at home, when we take measurements and uh, photos, I look at him and I go, buddy, you know, you're 62 and you're, you're sitting under 20% body fat. Like, that's that's lean and jacked so great job to greg now this is going to post this this video is going to post into the group like it does every week you know feel free to uh, take clips or share it with your friends or invite them into the group uh, if you're like hey listen to this you need to know about this we're here about educating and sharing knowledge so please please invite and share um, but if that's not your thing and you have a hard time catching these videos there's a podcast this audio gets extracted and uploaded as the Strong for Life live podcast. Uh, and this is available on Google, uh, Apple, and Spotify. So you can just search Strong for Life or Coach Josh, and that'll pop up there. A really good opportunity to have this knowledge on the go and share it. You know, if you're like, oh, my friend was asking about macronutrients or wondering why protein is so important, go ahead and share this. The other thing with the protein, I have gone on many rants on Instagram about protein consumption, why it's important if you need another shareable or clip-based way of accessing it. Uh, on my Instagram account, Coach Josh Wood, I have a highlight that has a little picture of a steak, and that's all about protein. And it's only a handful of minutes long, but it's a collection of all my little rants about protein consumption. So another good resource to just check in if you've forgotten something or to share with your friends and make sure your friends are getting as strong and jacked as you are. All right, I think that's everything. If you got questions, if you have concerns, if you have something you wanna talk about, reach out. You can reach out to me or anyone in the Strong for Life team or you can post in the group. Just wanna make sure that you know that the door is always open and until next week, just become strong for life.